guys, I'm Joe, and welcome to Just Drink About It. Today we have a very special guest. It is our resident Just Drink About It barber, Devin. What's up? How's it going, Dev? Pretty good. Just hanging out. Just finding old Legos from my head in my childhood. <laughs> childhood aside, what does it mean being our resident barber? I don't know. I cut your guys' hair and don't get paid for it. <laughs> That's the deal you signed last, so you know. No, I'm expecting... Uh, F- money and future profits. Well, you know, when you're selling your soul to the devil, you're kind of screwed. I'm the devil, actually. I'm way worse than any of you peoples. Anyways, devils aside, what are you drinking right now, Dev? Uh, I'm a banquet boy. So we drink banquets around here. You're a what? Banquet- I'm a banquet boy. Oh, a banquet boy. Banquet boys. Okay. Banquet boys mean you drink for people that aren't banquet boys. There's one true beer and one true beer only. It's Coors Banquet. Mm-hmm. Because it, it goes with anything. Like, child's being born? Have a banquet. You're getting married? Have a banquet. Uh, you're having a banquet? Have a banquet. <laughs> I, I that was pretty good. I didn't I didn't know if you were going to catch that last one, but you did. Yeah, no, I, I, I followed it up. Now, smoke bombs inside my Legos. Anyways, fireworks aside... Dev, what are we talking about today? Uh, we're talking about my industry because most people think it's all cherry, but it's not. It's a lot of problems inside the barber industry. How did you get into barbering? I got into barbering because I was I always knew I wanted to get into it because mm-hmm. I like the freedom of it. Yeah. I don't have a my boss. I can tell him to fuck off no. at work, and. Oof. You, doesn't care. You like the freedom. You didn't. I like wanna, the freedom of it. You didn't want to be locked into an office. No, job. I don't want to be an office job. Office jobs are miserable, okay. and you have to deal with some cut I, named Karen. So tell me, was it a desire to cut hair, or was it? What was it? It was because um, as kids, we my mom always cut our hair, and it was it was something I always liked about it because it was. Um, it was always like I always something I liked about it because it was something about because my we grew up poor and like my it was cheaper because like I got buzz cuts as a kid it just it was just my mom it was anyone can do a buzz cut my mom just learned how to do buzz cuts on us me and my brother so we just got buzz cuts mm-hmm. I gotta pick the size my mom would just buzz it down and um, I always liked it Eventually, my dad took me time. Finally, took we had some money after my mom got out of college because we, we were young. My mom just went to college. Mm-hmm. She had like college debt, which is fantastic. But um, it, and then finally, I went to my first barbershop, and I was like, "Oh, this is such a cool experience!" Actually, being in a barbershop, and I realized how cool barbershops were. Mm-hmm. I like the where. Everyone kind of comes together, and it's it's a community of sorts. Like, I'm working in a barbershop now. I realize that the guys that come to my barbershop, I look forward to seeing them. Some of them, because there's always those few annoying clients. But some of them, I look forward to, like, seeing how they are, how their stories are going, how their lives are doing. And I get to hear new, interesting stories all the time. I love it. I, I couldn't... Because people look forward to seeing their barber a lot of times. If you have a bad barber, you're like, oh. when you get a good barber, you're like, oh, this was meant to be. Um, okay, so let's be honest. I, I've known you for a long time. 20 plus years, son. 
20 plus years. And just speaking on the fact that people look forward to going to their barber. Yeah. When I go see you in the shop and you cut my hair as our Just Drink About It resident barber, it is a completely different different experience than us hanging out. It is it is otherworldly. It is almost it's crazy. It's so like you, I, you would hear like you would hear interesting clients or clients that come to the shop yeah. that we hate, like the guy but, that you when you were in the shop last time, we can't stand him in the barbershop. Um, we, we, that guy, this guy is the absolute worst. He comes in. We got a new. We got a new AC for the shop because we're trying to update. We're, the owner's trying to always improve the business. Get a new AC. He's like, it was like we. I live on the coast. I live near the ocean where it's always cool. What's your shop name? Belmont Barbershop. But uh, get another sec to plug that in the end. I just wanted to. Yeah, we that I, you I, always, always plug, I always plug my businesses. I always plug my friends' businesses too. Um, this oh, guy. You plug your friends as well. Yeah, no, I, I I plug my friends too. You you ain't friends if you ain't plugging them. Uh, <laughs> is there like always trying to like do that? But this guy came in. Mm-hmm. He was like, "It's not cool enough in here. We have a brand new AC." This guy's like complaining about it, even though outside oh. it's we live on the coast. Yeah, it's, it's like eighty eight outside versus here. It's ninety something back home. Hundred and five. Today is, is a nice, cool 105. We'll leave it to you listeners to figure out where that was. Somewhere in the central part of uh, California. Yeah. Good luck with that. Good luck with that. It's pretty <laughs> fucking broad. Wait, right is now. that what it... Because I, I was in there that other day, right? Yeah, you were in there. And remember how much... You have no idea how much the guy I work with hates cutting that guy. We hate seeing him coming every time. There's no, some... I felt it, and I was like, I mean, I get how he can be, because I've worked with old people, I get how they're, they're being, like, so set in their ways, that they're just so hard to communicate with, because they are so set in their ways, but this, I mean, like, when I saw him walk in, everyone just took on a different guard, if you will, so I was like, oh, this guy's here, so, if that's what he said, then that's ridiculous, because it was already really cold in there. He's, okay, there's most, I've worked in a lot of different barbershops, so I think it's, like, ten now. Something yeah. like that. But uh, there's always a few clients everyone just hates. And you're in the service industry, so I mean, that's yeah, yeah, totally but understandable. But the, it's a minority. Most people are pretty pleasant when yeah. coming to a barbershop. How am I? No, you're great. I you... mean, I mean, despite me just knowing you for 20 years, what, what, what's your opinion on me as just a... No, you're a good client. You as, just, as a you client. Make, maybe, like... Maybe sometimes I think it's a good haircut, and you're just like, I want to change the little part. And I'm like, I'm like, I don't feel it, but whatever. It's not like my the, hair. Like the bulk I told you the other like day? Like the bulk, yeah. I was just like, I don't feel like doing it. But once again, it's not my hair. I don't have to wear it. Anyways, some clients, there's other clients that, like, they annoy me, but I like them so much as a client that they're, like, they're really cool people. They're just picky, so I put up with it because I like them as people that I'll put up with them being slightly annoying. Mm-hmm. Okay. That makes sense. What, what's your biggest pet peeve of being a barber? Um, like with clients, per clients, like not even the industry, not uh, even people, like simple decency of not coming in right after the gym. Wait, that's a thing. Oh, it's such a big thing. So many people come in like, oh, I just got out of the gym. They're still hot and sweaty a little bit. Like they even like take a rinse at the gym. They still have like. They, ha- they went to the gym with, like, stuff in their hair because they, like, they want to, like, look 
good for the girls at the gym, which I don't understand because I'm like, they dudes do this stuff, and I mm-hmm. see it all the time. Like they put like they put like, gel in the hair, so they style it, so they look good when they go to the gym. For people of the opposite gender, they're trying to attract, or um, stuff like that. People coming coming in with a product in their hair mm-hmm. is the worst. Guys that come with gel, you can I'll say get, fuck. I will kind of like say, no, I'm trying to be. I'm trying to be a little like swear, well, uh, but don't overrule it with swearing. Uh, well, I'm gonna say fuck. Okay, you you can say it. Fuck. I will. Okay, cool. Yeah. Um, it's an explicit podcast on iTunes and Spotify, so we we got the we got the go ahead. My tennis bracelet. Um. Okay. So with all that aside, I know we went off on a little tangent there, but I know. Uh, your mom took you. Your mom did buzz cuts for you because you guys were poor. Yeah. No, we weren't. We weren't. Walk. We weren't poor. We we're just middle class. And it was just, she was going to college. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you guys were. You're on the struggle bus. Struggle bus. Yeah. I like that term, struggle bus. <laughs> we're all riding that one nowadays. Yeah. Now <laughs> today we were riding the struggle bus. <laughs> we were riding the struggle bus. We're like, how can we do stuff that's that's not expensive? Like I was Let's trying to get like still... me trying to go to skating. Yeah, that'll be on the next podcast when we have a no, resident. We're talking about right now. When we have a resident um, roller skating expert. But anyways, I no, I wanted a re- resident roller skating expert. I want to hear about. We will get into relationships after the fact, but I want to hear about what led you to haircutting school. What led you to barbering school? Cause I always talked about it. I always knew I like I like a job with freedom where I don't have to deal with some corporate boss. Mm-hmm. Because I don't like going to work and like having like. If, I, if, like, where some boss is controlling everything I do, where you can't say this, you can't say that, you have to buy company lines. Um, okay. No, that that makes total sense. You wanted... I want, I want freedom of my job true, where I can be a person I want to be and do the things I want. And, yeah, no, as someone who knows you, I feel like it's very fitting for who you are and at least what I know about you. Mm-hmm. But um, no, that I honestly, as a person, I didn't know that. That's, that's no, really it's, good. So it, it it just it it's so much. I like going to work where I can be. I can be myself. Mm-hmm. I don't have to. I never no. leave work. I feel like I have to take off the service industry self. Because I don't have people that work in the service industry. Because yeah. I cut a lot of people in the service industry where they're where I go Pretending. see them at work sometimes. Yeah. And they're two different people. Yeah. Like, no. I don't. I don't want to have to see something like that. Where I'm just like. Oh no! Sorry, I'm different at work because I have to be. Yeah, no, I never even, want that. even in like when I went through jobs through college, I had to pretend like I was something I was not, and that felt almost kind of fake to me. Um, but you don't have to do that, and honestly, that's something I'm very envious about. But at the same time, we are taking different paths, and you know, yeah, we'll see, we'll you're see how to, that plays out. You're going hard corporate. You're becoming a lawyer. <laughs> My person- signing up for law law school starts real soon for you. Um, but we'll still be doing this podcast. So, but how was how was your barbering school? How many hours is it? It's uh fifteen hundred hours. Fifteen hundred hours. Okay, I thought it was a couple thousand, but I, I, I have the books over here and everything to prove it. Oh yeah, yeah. And how was that? What was what was your what were, what was, it was that like? Barber barber school super weird because like I just went through it like I'm just trying to get through it. Some people it's like going back to high school. So there's clicks. Some people like when I like I went to bar school. I hung out with everyone. I had no issues with mm-hmm. qualms with anyone. 
as soon as I talked to one person, like, why are you talking to them? Like, it was super weird. People treated it like high school. There's cliques. There's people that no one likes. And, okay, so the people that no one likes, what do you mean? Like, just weird, re- like, there's this girl that wanted to call her, that she wanted everyone to call her princess. Wait, at barber school? Yeah. Okay. She referred to herself as princess. She even got a princess tattoo. Did you call she, her princess? She dropped it. No, I, didn't, I, never, I never talked to her because she annoyed me too much. I hung out with a girl named Alicia. She was cool. Yeah? Um, she now does, like, she cuts hair, but she cuts, but she also works in, like, charity organizations. And she like was in like she was in Guam not too long ago, and she like travels all around the world and this cool Guam? stuff. Guam, yeah. She was That's she was weird. working in working with childcare, but she was also doing. Uh, Guam's a territory. Yeah, Guam is a territory. For those of you who didn't know that, Guam is a U.S. territory. Yeah, just like Costa Rica, Ooh. we should give them more attention to. Puerto Rico, you mean? Puerto Rico, sorry, my bad. That's because the one who's that out. still having the blackouts. No, I'm gonna leave that in there. Okay. Because an educational learning experience. What are you doing over there? Nothing. Are you feeling a little closed off? Why are you backing off? No, I was looking for some little legos in there. Oh, okay. Right. You can chop um, that out. Uh, no, I'm not going to chop it out because we've had a few. And um, when Devin gets nervous, he looks for Legos to no, bite his I thing. just like Legos, man. Like, I want to have a son so I have someone to play Legos with. That's the real reason. That would be so cool. Dude, you know what? You know, you, you know Legos are the best thing that ever happened to you. Okay, Legos aside, can we get back to the industry? Yeah, can we, we, get back back to, we can tell you back to the industry. Um, not to get too controversial, but what's something you've noticed in the field? Oh, just people thinking that, like, because someone does an Instagram, it's a thing. What do you mean? Like, elaborate. Would you mind elaborating on that? Yes, please? I totally would. So people think because, uh, like, I'll see this all the time. Like someone brings me a haircut, I'm like, that's, that's not gonna, that may look good to that one person that has it super styled, that has the right clothes to go with that outfit, go right clothes to go with that, um, that look. Mm-hmm. Like, give me times, like, like for instance, they have all the circumstances to make whatever they're trying to do look good. Yeah, like for instance, I'll bring up a common haircut. It's called the crop. It's it's an English haircut, and then you see it commonly. A lot, mostly it was like it's like a big thing over over there, but um, across the pond. Across the pond, yes. Is it does that but, have anything to do with an English breakfast? No, it has nothing to do with an English breakfast. It has everything to do with that show, Peaky Blinders. Ah, you see those guys like those, Creepy Thin Man. Not Creepy Thin Man, but I can't remember the actor's name. But it gets like a really high fade. It's almost like it's, almost, it's a skin type fade, yeah. basically where we shave it like down the, on the sides. Like the razors, like the... yeah, we shave it down to nothing on the sides and do really high tie fades. But then they comb the the hair on top forward. For so all it's of facing the, towards your eyebrows. For all of the uh, for all the listeners out here, Dev's describing completely shaving the sides and leaving the bangs and the whole top of the comb forward. Yes, on the top of the head, comb okay. forward. What most people they think of because of the show you see this often in, in like Game of Thrones when, when like shows Game, trend like when shows trend mm-hmm. media trends certain things trend you'll see it yeah but but most people don't realize it's like if you if you just cover like the pictures will show me I'm like just cover what they're wearing and just show me their hair like say like you're looking haircut you cover like yeah. that part it looks pretty stupid unless you're going with everything else with it. Like you dress a certain way, you look a certain way, you have the right look. 
Yeah. But most people a lot of times don't have the right look to pull certain haircuts. And I'll tell them that. I'm like, hey, you, this won't look good on you. Like, I'll, I'll be honest with my clients. Like, I'm not going to lie yeah, to them. Yeah, of course. And, um... Like, if I told you I wanted the crazy-ass haircut, I would have hoped you'd tell me it looked like shit before I'm you like, I'm like, this, cut it I can, I can, head. I could kind of, like, set, I, what I like to do is uh, comb it a certain way and, like, try to style it before yeah. I do any cutting. Mm -hmm. Just so you can see uh, what it may look like. And they realize it's not going to look good. <laughs> and then afterwards, and then they realize... I'm right because I don't feel like doing my clients an injustice by lying to them about something that may look good on them, just earn a buck. Yeah, and that's probably something they value. No, a lot. Of, I know a lot of people that do it. What? Just go along with what they want. Yeah, just do something like, okay, cool, let's do it. And you realize like, oh, it doesn't look good. Mm. That happens a lot. Thinking. This is, this is Instagram because there's there's these but a lot of the things too is there's a thing called Beijing is where you use a, like it's a demi permanent which demi permanent means it's not like semi permanent with like demi god no not even close like uh, Hercules no not even close it's too Athena it's just stop you have to cut all this out I'm tired of this stop using Greek gods um, I'm not <laughs> Is there's a difference between saying I using um, a demi, a semi, and a permanent. Uh, a semi is like a color that washes out within like a week or two. Mm -hmm. uh, a demi is something that's super superficial. So like the Beijing. So like you see it in guys that get their beards on their beards, but it's gone within a day or two. Mm -hmm. So it just washes out. So the just it's not just on top of the skin. Okay. That holds for a little bit, and it dries out, and then it's gone. Oh, it is. But uh, a lot of times you'll see pictures of people with, like, these really dark beards and really crisp lines of lineups. And um, um, for people that don't know, lineup is when you line up the hairline of a person. So it looks really sharp. You see it mostly in... Um, People who get they get skin fades, or certain people that are thinning, like LeBron James uses Beijing every couple of days. He I'm going to bet he goes to his barber every couple of days. So you'll see people like him, like everyone knows his hairline has been waning for years because it looks ridiculous and um dumb I hate the guy he just if he just shaved his head it looks so much better but he's trying to hold on to it the scraps of his hair when I call him mm -hmm. when you're balding but you have a few hairs on top and you try to hold on to it I call it scraps so now he's left with holding on to the scraps if he accepted his baldingness like every other uh, major league anything anything he just shaves his head and it looks good and he keeps the beard so when you see stuff like that that's what kind of messes people up because people have these unrealistic expectations for their hair, which will never happen. Or like people that think like they get like they see picture people's a picture of like curly hair, and somehow they're just magically straight. Is because they got their hair blow dried and styled. Just requires a lot of work to get to that point. What's the hardest hair to cut? Uh, horseshoe flat top. What? 
What is that? A horseshoe flat top is typically like the cul-de-sac. It's kind of like the cul-de-sac, but like, it's, a rever- it's a reverse cul-de-sac. Can we talk about what the cul-de-sac is? Cul-de-sac is when you it looks like a cul-de-sac in your head, so it makes a U on your head, mm-hmm. but all of it's bald, but you have everything on the side still. So like so Dr. Phil. Like Dr. Phil, yes. Dr. Imagine, Phil's a good example of the imagine, cul-de-sac slash horseshoe. No, no, it's not. A, a horseshoe is reverse. So it's hair in the front, bald in the back. Oh, shit. So, so, so you're basically saying- it is... When you shave this part back here, but still enough hair in the front to make it flat mm-hmm. and on the side square, and it's the hardest hair because people's heads are round shapes, and you're doing a square shape on a round oh, head. You're like putting a box on a... Uh, you're putting a box on a circle. Square peg in a round hole. Yep. Damn. That's, that's what you're doing, essentially. That's why the horseshoe, the horseshoe flat top is the hardest hair to cut. Yeah, that's why I don't do them. I... I I work with a guy that does them, and because I don't do them, because they're just they're so hard. They take a long time to do, and there's little reward for a lot of a lot of risk. Because you, you can mess those up really easily, mm-hmm. and make that haircut look really bad if you well, don't do it right. If you don't mind, now we're on the topic of um, fucking haircuts up. Have you ever, not purposely, but have you ever? Oh yeah, totally. Fucked up a uh, haircut yeah. beyond repair. And yeah, totally. What happens? Like, like, um, like one client. I remember taking it because. I can never get my head because I know I messed him up. I never saw him again. Okay, first off, he wanted uh like a like a we call it a surgical part. And a surgical part, and it's kind of hard to describe on an audio medium because this is an audio medium. Mm-hmm. Basically, imagine like where you part your hair. Yeah, natural part. Natural part, but instead I hit it with a razor. So it, and like but and then when I hit the razor, I go back like Conor McGregor's hairstyle. Yeah, I go back kind of like I go back to to the back of the neck. Mm-hmm. And I just follow that all the way back. Okay. On top of a mohawk, and this guy wanted it on both sides. Okay, that's just seems difficult from someone who doesn't know how to cut hair. Oh no, it's, it's super difficult because you have to keep them even, mm-hmm. and you have to keep them straight. And the problem with it is because I never did that before. Now, and I did all, I worked out all my tricks and techniques. Yeah. So I even used, um, a women's, uh, highlight, women's white highlighter pen, pencil they use for like their eye makeup on him, on his hair. Cause it shows up Just really to trace nice. it out? Just trace it out. Like draw it. Like, yeah. I'm, it's like you're drawing up, drawing, it's like doing drawing on a head. Mm-hmm. And I use that to make it easier for me. But his hair was just just hard it's e- it's really easy to mess it up and like even a tiny minute thing you're trying to chase that line through the whole thing and when you're chasing that line that whole thing it just doesn't end well yeah it's just it's just a hard did it did you at least get close or what did it look I like know i got close it just like it just kind of like it was like a squabble it looked like the like the road lines in the uk how they're not straight but they are straight <laughs> Um, is this... So I just never did it before. And I was just no, like... No, yeah. I, I, told, I, I told the guy for it before I even did it. I was like, this isn't something I do regularly. Like, are you sure you want to try it? And he's like, yeah, just go for it. And I was like, I did it. And he's gonna... He was super cool. Like, in the whole haircut, me and this guy were talking. It was cool. It was just like, we had a really good conversation. And then afterwards, it just... It just didn't end well. He still paid me. Yeah. Just tip, still tipped me, but it's just... just 
Well, he, he understood. It didn't go the way I wanted he, to. He we, understood we, the risk and he signed that contract. Yeah. But, um, like, what did it come? Is, is this on your Instagram? Can, can we no, see No, I never took a picture of it because oh. I was not happy with it. And I had a light mega block in my Legos. I'm not comfortable with that. <laughs> because this is a Lego household. This is not a Lego a mega household. Block. Fuck mega blocks. Fuck mega blocks. Okay, I'm going on the record right now. If Mega Block ever wants to sponsor us, fuck Mega Block. I'm only expect expecting sponsorship from Lego and Banquet. And Banquet, no. Course, course. if Adolf Course. I only want a sponsorship from Adolf Course. Yes, it is Adolf Course. His name is Adolf Course. Oh my God, it is. But that was a common name because he was a German immigrant that had a good recipe for beer. That's... And then he realized he needed a fresh stream, so he went to Colorado. That's why he got the he warned from Mountain River water, and it still made that way today. So, Coors, if you're out there, if you're listening, please sponsor us because we'd love to drink your beer on this oh, podcast. We, I love your beer. Peter. We already I, are drinking your beer on this podcast, yeah, so you're really like, not missing. I've been drinking Coors since I was twelve. Not like since though. Dad left for a um, for a gallon of milk and never came back. Yeah. Since he went for a pack of cigarettes. <laughs> I'll be um, back. I'm, speaking of, I'm taking up some cigarettes and so, uh, well, beer. You've been looking to expand into other ventures other than haircutting. Oh, teaching. Teaching? You taught. I did teach. I oh, did teach for I a was, year. I was talking about a more a more comedic route, but let's go into oh. teaching. No, no, no that's yeah, fine. Yeah, yeah, let's talk, talk about, about teaching. Um, teaching is one of my absolute favorite things I've ever done inside of ministry. Because I love, because this is this is giving me so much, mm-hmm. such a more period, short period of time. So I've gained friends, I've gained close clients that have that are family to me. That are like I've gone to I've gone to funerals and stuff with clients because like I came close to their family. What? I, yeah. Wait, wait, wait. Can, can do you mind if we stop at that point for a little bit? Yeah, I went to my friend Jeremy's grandpa's funeral. Cause Jer- I kinda, Jeremy was your client. Jeremy, yeah, he first started client because, and then he realized, then he was, then one of the other guys I worked with cut his hair. And he was like, I don't ever want him cutting my hair again. I was like, Oh, dude, I got you. Like, I, I won't mess you up like he did. Mm-hmm. I cut his hair, and he, we just clicked. Like, we just, we became friends. And uh, and you went to some. I, I started, I started hanging out with his family at his house. Like, he invited, you want to come to a family dinner? I was like, Yeah, because I'm broke and I, I want free food. And, um, Jeremy, if you're listening, he doesn't mean this. No, I do mean this. <laughs> he knows I mean this. I don't, I don't care what Jeremy thinks. Okay. Um, I dra- I've dragged him along to things he want to go to. Like Thanksgiving? Um, not Thanksgiving yet. But, uh, yeah, he was just a close friend. He's still his close friend of mine. And I just, you know, like, I'm close. And then I got close to his sister because. He, his sister is also a cosmetologist, not like that, but, uh, yeah, we, I just got along with the family and I'd cut his grandpa's hair because his grandpa was like in his late eighties and he just didn't like to leave the house to go That's get haircuts. Right. So I'd yeah. like, I'd be at his house be like, Hey, you want to cut my grandpa's hair? Like, okay, cool. I'll just cut his grandpa's hair. It's easier for, it's easier for the family so that they didn't have to worry about like him going out of the house and just, I just like, okay, cool. I want to hang out with him. And like, I remember I was I was uh, he was one of the people 
I got so close to him, he was in the first people he called when his son was born. What? Yeah, I didn't tell you this. When his son was born, he called me. He was like, I just had my son. I remember okay. seeing and then I went to his uh, house like 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 I think like a week or two after because I had other things going on that week. Yeah, that's fine. I went to his house and I saw his I remember holding his son. It's crazy. But you and, hate children. No, like I, I liked him. I liked the guy. And then and then I went and this was a couple of years ago, then I went earlier this year actually. I went over his house. He bought his grandpa's house. And uh I was like seeing his son, I was like, Oh dude, it's crazy. His son's like your height now. Ah, uh, so yeah. you're telling me, okay, so how how soon was this into your haircutting career that you became really such close oh, this friends was, with this guy? This was like a couple of years, it was like two years into two after you two became years. After you became a barber. Yeah. But do you feel like becoming that close, have you become that close with another client before? After him? Yeah. Is it something you're willing to repeat? Yeah, no, because like... But that thing is, it's not common when I'm like, I'm trying to get that close to clients. It's, it's just... No, 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 no. I know. It's the same thing as people. Like, when you meet someone, like, sometimes you get close to them. Yeah, and some, some, some people so, you just like, fucking click with. I get it, yeah, I get it. But then the clients I hit close to, but I don't, I don't allow myself to get that close to them because, like, I don't want to. Yeah, no, and, that, and that's totally fine. And I understand that. But what, what I'm getting at is a more industrial, more professional thing. And I know this is these were relationships that you formed early on in your career. And no, they now you have a different perspective on it. It's, no, it's not even that. It's not because, like, I don't want that again. It's because... It's just you do what you do when you're not looking for that anymore. Yeah, no, it's, no, it's not that I look at that. It's if it, if it happens, if I get close to a person, it happens. There's some clients that I've gotten close to. I've even gotten them birthday presents. Oh, and that, and that's fine. No, but then again, it's only a few clients. It's not it's not no. everyone. It's like the same thing. You meet a lot of people all the time. You won't get close to ninety percent of them. Like you may you maybe have a working relationship with them, but these people I just came close to mm-hmm. because we were just we just You just happened to clip. Yeah. But and I know and I understand that, but what I'm getting at is that is there what or is was there ever a line that was taught of some professionalism between yeah, clients yeah, no, yeah, and barber? Yeah, yes, there that, totally is. There totally is. There are certain things mm-hmm. you just shouldn't say to a client. Shouldn't say in a, in a like you shouldn't say to your client. Yeah, like you should never complain about. I don't know. Like, oh, my girlfriend did this. Yeah, blah blah. blah. You should you should never complain about your life to a client. You should never bring your issues to work. You should never mm-hmm. say like try and drag clients into your stuff. Like I've seen people do it. And I've seen people lose clients because they think that they're really close with the client. But it's just like you still have to have some professionalism, but it's just if it happens, it happens. Like if I if you if, if you, I get close but in a professional way like me and him just hang out like yeah. like I just realize like, oh this dude's hella cool. I want to hang out with him. And, and I wasn't, in no way I was like questioning your motives or anything, but I was just curious because I don't work in a field where it is almost therapeutic to go to a barbershop. Mm-hmm. I don't know what that feels like. And some people, so I, I was getting them. a more, um, a more deep dive for the listeners. Well. Some people, I see, there's some clients I see every week. Mm-hmm. Just their hair grows that fast? No, their, their hair doesn't really fast. They're just guys that get skin fades. Oh, so skin fades. You, you, if you're a while, you used to being like, mm-hmm. what we in the terms call it crispy. So it's like it looks fresh, it looks good, 
But with if you get skin fade within a week, it's grown out. It doesn't look as good. So, so you're used to so then they're used to get used to that clean haircut look. So they come by every week. I have one client that comes by every week. That's actually coming to my wedding. His name is PJ. Uh-huh. You met PJ. You met PJ. I know PJ. PJ is a good guy though. Yeah, he's like pretty him. cool. He's pretty. Yeah. Cool. He's a cool guy. Um, no, I've met him a few times, and he's a really good guy. But what do you mean by keep it crispy? Like, are we... Are yeah, we, you want... You want is that some call back get, to another podcast? Like, um, Pete Holmes? No, or anything like no that? it's like you want... If you get a haircut, and you're used to looking at a certain kind of haircut, you want the haircut to look good. Like, most people... Like, some guys will go six months without getting a haircut. Most go, like, four to six weeks. Some And then some guys go once a that. week or every two weeks. But most, most of the time, it's four to six weeks, which is common in time to... Get a haircut. Yeah. It's common. It's common. Um, what's the average prescriptive haircut schedule for... Four to six weeks. Because I, I don't have to fucking see you all the time. Wow, that hurts. No, some some people get... <laughs> re- some clients that come by... Yeah, no, they like, get... Frequently enough, I'm just like, ah, damn it. This guy again. Like, I just... I, I like... There's, there's some clients... Like, there's this... There's this guy I have... I can't remember his name. I won't tell his even if I remember his name, I can't tell his name in the podcast. But this guy He's still alive, right? He's still alive. I okay, see yeah, I just gonna, I just cut his hair. We're not on gonna Saturday. speak ill of the living hair. This is this is No, I cut I cut Scott's hair on Saturday. Every single time this guy comes in, every single time without a doubt, I try to talk to him. He always tries to one up you. I'm just like, oh went out to Europe like when I saw him one time I went to Europe. I was like, Oh, it was really cool, blah blah blah. And he was like, I've been, and he was like saying like, oh, I've been all over the world, blah, blah, blah. I'm just, and I was telling him like, haven't you been all over the world just in the military? Like you didn't choose to go to these places. He's like, yeah. You were there. You were shit there. He's like, yeah, but I still enjoyed it, blah, blah, blah. And he just tries to one up every single client that comes to the shop. So I can, I now, I do that guy's haircut and not just because it's easy. Normally I don't do haircuts this quick. Just because his haircut's easy, I do it in like eleven minutes. I'm not a barber, but from what I can imagine, it's a pretty quick haircut time, right? It's pretty quick. Turnaround. That's 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 me rushing on him because I just want him out of the shop. <laughs> and you know, sometimes I haven't done this, but I know people have done this mm-hmm. that they'll purposely give someone a um, a shit haircut so they don't come back. Yes, <laughs> not a shit haircut. Well, no, you because. We just can't do it. Like, like I talked to the people, like the but, surgical part with the mohawk no, dude. No, yeah. that was just that was just. Call he asked for, he asked for a thing. Time. I did. I just was yeah, with. That's, I, but I um, what a certain thing is when we. I've never done this because I can't do it. I can't give someone a massive haircut. But I know people have given some people a massive haircut mm-hmm. on purpose, just so they never come back to the barbershop. Wow. Not not up. not like not purposely just destroying. Oh hair. yeah, no no no. Just I, not great. Yeah, I totally. Just like half ass. Just enough for them to be dissatisfied with it. Kind yeah, of yeah, just enough so they don't come back. I've never personally done that, mm-hmm. so yeah. I can't. I can't. I couldn't live with myself even doing it to someone. Yeah, no. but I've worked with people that have. That's um, yeah no I I don't work in the industry so I couldn't question how much you guys put up with, or you people put up with. So I mean you I'm, people. What do you mean by you people? <laughs> um, so what's your favorite thing about it? I, I know my I, favorite thing we, about we, it we is, covered what is, drew you. is interesting conversations because sometimes, especially in the, like I've had some really 
weird and lovely, interesting clients that I like. The other day we had this guy from Swaziland. Okay. Do you know what? Do you know where Swaziland is? Um, it's no, I don't. Swaziland is a, a country inside of a country. You know, most countries are broken apart. Well, Swaziland is a is a country inside of um, South Africa. Mm-hmm. And this old this guy was old. But he was talking about like how it was like growing up there, it's like that. He was just talking about. It. I was like, oh, this guy is so fascinating because I was like, I didn't want him to leave the shop. He's talking about like how he grew up there, he did farming there, and he had this crazy accent too. Yeah, just fascinating. That's I didn't want. I didn't want him to leave the shop. Mm-hmm. Rather had other clients that um, all I had this guy in my chair once, unfortunately, but he was uh, what was he? He did uh. He ran a third of Disneyland. What do you mean? Like he like he ran the downtown like laps miles? No, no, no. He okay. He was Disneyland, a manager. Like, there's three heads of Disneyland. Yeah. Like one runs California, one runs um, Disneyland, and the other runs the hotels in Disneyland and downtown Disney. This guy ran downtown Disney, mm-hmm. and he was like, and as soon as he did that, I was like, so the times I ask clients like, oh, what what do you do for work? So it was just, it's good. It's good conversation starter, and he's sort of like, "Oh, I work at Disneyland." I'm like, oh, okay, what do you? Because I, I love Disneyland. Me and my wife love Disneyland. Me and wife Nikki, we Disneyland's our absolute favorite place. That's why we're we go there as much as we can. But uh, he, he was talking about like he's telling me all kinds of crazy details. Like, there's a half court inside of the Matterhorn. Like a basketball hoop? Yeah, because it was like, for some reason, it was cheaper. They got like a tax break or something. They were putting a basketball hoop inside a Matterhorn. Yeah, it was a half court. For what? It was like, I can't remember why. But like for the up. for the employee break room? Like no, what? no, it was an employee break room. It was a tax break for some reason. Like for some weird, some weird clause and some city thing. Like if you did this, it would blank be blank for some reason. Okay. Oh. And he's telling me all kinds of weird details of Disneyland, like saying like, oh, it's a plane still fly over it, helicopters can't fly over it, drones can't fly over it, so that when you're inside Disneyland, you don't see, you don't see buildings, yeah. tall buildings around it, like there's no buildings oh, aren't yeah, allowed to be built. Pay for the protected airspace. Yeah, protected airspace. Even even for as far as buildings being built beyond a certain height. As far as Disneyland goes, so like when you're a part of Disneyland, that you feel like you're immersed in it. That, that makes you're, sense. Um, well, I mean, that you're part Disney of in and of itself has owns everything. Yeah, Disney kind of does too. Yeah, but the, that doesn't seem surprising to me. Yeah, so they, but I was like actually hearing the details of some that works there. Mm-hmm. Crazy. Yeah. Or like I had another client that did uh, private security for. Big like companies, big tobacco, not big tobacco, like like big tech companies. Like he told me how um, he got flown out from the U.S. on a private plane, and he got to bring X amount of weapons and X amount of ammo without them doing security checks. What? So where he, is he going? He's going to somewhere in South America where they're installing some um, uh, cell towers down there. And then, like, at one point, he told me that there was a limbless, headless torso delivered to their work site. But they were doing security at, so they had to beef up security and bring in more guys. Wow. 
that's exciting. Yeah, and he, I, I, I swear to God, like this guy was just a head shave and beard trim, which normally I can get done in 15 minutes, 15, 20 minutes. Because whiskey in my industry, I have to take time on them. Mm-hmm. But it's also about, it's about. Uh, you don't take care of them. You take care of them. But it's also about not taking too much time on one client so I can get another client in the chair. So there's the high turnover rate. Yeah. But this guy, I think I spent like 45 minutes on him. I could have taken way less time just because his, his story was so interesting. Yeah. About how he got into that job, about like he used to be a SWAT for some big cities. And I used to, like, these cities I used to work for that he used to do private contracting for. It's fascinating. Like, how he had those all weird jobs mm-hmm. in private security. Yeah. I'm sure, and I'm sure he appreciates the conversation. Yeah, no. There's he, not... I wasn't, because sometimes it sounds like I'm forcing the conversation with him. Yeah. But really, no. We were just both enjoying each other's conversations and want to keep talking. Mm-hmm. What is your worst, uh, I'm sorry, your least favorite thing about the industry? Personally, not Language systemically. Barriers. What? Language barriers sometimes, because I want to keep talking to my clients, but if I can't talk to them because we speak different languages, then that's that's a, that's a problem I have to deal with. Yeah? Isn't that, wouldn't you say that's on you to learn the language? No, not all the time, because sometimes people speak... Different languages I just don't speak. That some that I have to we use a, some, like have more. a translator with them. Oh, oh wow! They have an actual translator with yeah, them. Yeah, yeah. I've had that happen before when mm-hmm. uh, like people from like that they're German. Oh, that I've had to bring in a translator wow. with them. Mm-hmm. So that was interesting. Oh wow! How'd that go? It we managed we managed to make it work, but it was, it was just it was different. Mm-hmm. Well. Devin, I, we, I mean, we're kind of running out of time here, but I really appreciate you, re- appreciate you being our resident barber here. Yeah, I'll, be, I'll come on podcasts. Yeah, no, I, I really hope to have you back and to hear more about your trials and tribulations throughout the industry and for us to hear more of your um, interesting stories. If, if I you have will. plenty. Um, is there I'm anything you want to... <laughs> Is there anything you want to plug in the last couple minutes we got here? Come to Belmont Barbershop if you're on the coast. Belmont Barbershop where? Santa Maria. Okay. Is that city on the coast. <laughs> is that all you want to plug? No social media or anything nope, like that? Nope, I don't want people on my social media. Okay. Well, guys, thank you for listening. Um, this was our resident barber for Just Drink About It. Um, Devin, you can find him at Belmont Barbershop in Santa Maria. Or you can find me in your place. I sell a uh, banquet. Yeah. The nearest place I sell Coors Banquet, he's a banquet boy. Um, banquet boys. I, too, am an occasional banquet boy. So, You're a banquet um, boy for life. Occasional. But um, no, please find life. us Don't in any beer it. cave that does sell banquet. You can find us at Just Drink About It 1 on Twitter. And, yeah, give us a follow, send us a message, tell us what's up. We may or may not respond to you, so good luck. Thanks.